Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Lessons by the Lake, the Oswego Private Wealth Show. I am your moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to be back with everyone on the show here today. And as always, I'm joined by my right-hand man, and that is Bob Bedritus, the Managing Director over at Oswego Private Wealth. And as we typically do on the show, we're going to be unpacking another wealth management-related discussion. You know, as we've shared time and time again, Bob over there at Oswego Private Wealth, he's known for really helping business owners become financially independent of their businesses because at the end of the day i know he we've talked about it a lot he believes that business owners truly deserve to maximize the value of their life's work and that really is at the core of a lot of the conversations that we have on this show and in particular today's topic a really really good one i'm excited to get into you know we've been focusing a lot of late surrounding some of the bigger challenges facing business owners, especially when they're entering the exiting of a business during their life. And one of the biggest questions that always seems to pop up for a business owner is, is what is your business worth? What is my business worth? You know, sure, you might have a number in your head. You might have heard from some friends or colleagues in different industries, perhaps throw a number out at you. But what is your business actually worth? This is a very, very important question and a very important topic that we're going to be unpacking today. But before we dive into it, let's go ahead and bring out the man of the hour. Bob, good to see you today. How are you doing? Ryan, I'm great. It's so good to be with you. Thanks, man. Yeah, always. Hey, always look forward to getting together. Uh, we got a big topic to sink our teeth into today, Bob. Um, look, you and I have talked about this idea of, of the valuation of a business and how it really lies at the center of this entire exiting process and the sale of a business for these business owners out there. Why don't you set the scene for us? Let's start with the valuation because it does, like I said, it lies at the center of it all. Tell me why the valuation process is so important. Why even do this? Set the scene for us, if you will. Well, thanks for asking that question. So, you know, I once heard long, long time ago, and I believe it, is that you can't manage what you don't measure. And oftentimes the CFO, the controller, uh, the business owner, they have every line of their balance sheet of their P&L. They understand all of their numbers, but the valuation of their business is somewhat of a uneducated guess. And they might be right or they might be wrong. Uh, I've done valuations for business owners that say, I, I believe my business is X. And sometimes we find out it's significantly more. Sometimes we find out it's less, um, but it's a number that I think every business owner should, should know. So as you had mentioned, I am known for helping business owners become financially independent of their business because I believe that they deserve to, ma to maximize their life's work. And you know, my training, my background is in wealth management and financial advising. But what I really do is help the men and women who built this country uh, fulfill and achieve their American dreams. And that's what I'm committed to. That's why I'm so passionate about getting up every morning and doing this work. And so when I talk about the things that we do for our clients, uh, we find that there are five categories that they're really, really interested in and that, that are critical to their financial lives and their business lives. And number one, we say that we want to help our clients make smarter decisions about money. And I'll get back to that one. Uh, number two, we want to mitigate taxes uh, because some taxes are, are, voluntary, are voluntary in the sense that if you can structure your business properly, there is a tax uh, there is a way that you can reduce those taxes. Third, take care of the heirs, estate planning, make sure you're taking care of their families, your family. Uh, fourth, protect your assets against unnecessary litigation or divorce. And last of all, to magnify charitable giving to the extent that clients are charitably minded. Uh, 
So with that said, if I go back to the first one, which is making smarter decisions about money, uh, let me ask this question because I think evaluation and understanding your business is part of making smarter decisions. But if I asked you or if I asked anybody listening to this, what if you could unwind any three financial decisions you've made in your entire life? How much money would you have? So think about that for a moment. Just go back for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. If you could unwind any three financial decisions in your life, how much money would you have? And I think more importantly, how much pain, anxiety, conflict, sleepless nights would you have avoided? Well, I think an abundance of counselors come, can come wisdom. And I think that wisdom, that wisdom comes out by having a sounding board, having a board of directors, having a good wealth manager who can help you navigate those decisions and avoid some of those, those ditches and make smarter decisions about money. Yeah. And Bob, speaking of those dishes, I mean, by the way, gosh, <laughs> that, that was a lot of soul searching in those questions, but agreed. I mean, you can walk back a lot of sleepless nights, as you mentioned, if you were able to, uh, you know, maybe solve some of those three financial decisions you made earlier in life. But in terms of those ditches that you just mentioned, you know, a big one that we're talking about today that we do, we want to make sure business owners out there don't fall into is an improper valuation of their business. So on the grand scheme, tell me, why should a business owner really be prioritizing this process? Should the idea of selling their business come into their mind? Well, I believe that every business owner should be uh, ready to uh, succession ready. You know, whether they're thinking about bringing their family up through for a succession plan and ESOP to the employee, to the employees or an outside third-party sale, even if you're not planning on selling your business anytime in the near future, it's a decade plus out. I think that you should know because you never know what life throws at us. I mean, in my own personal story, um, back in 2016, uh, when I got cancer and I had two years of surgeries and just completely out of the picture, uh, I didn't, I didn't know whether I was going to live or die. I didn't know if my business was going to continue and thrive. I just didn't know. And honestly, I wasn't as ready as I should have been back in 2016. Uh, that compelled me in a significant way, uh, to really get my ducks in a row. And as I pursue this, and, and I'm a certified exit planner and, and I still had some loose ends that were my, um, that would have been on my list of financial decisions. I wish I could unwind bad ones had I uh, had had my health gone in a different direction. So, you know, so I mean, that paints a really nice picture, Bob, in terms of just how important this this process of thinking through and and maybe some of these conversations you can be having with your wealth manager surrounding the valuation of your business. So that way you make sure things are structured properly. You know, you have that number of, of how much is your business worth and you can, you know, make proper planning steps forward from there. But Bob, one thing that you and I were chatting offline about the other day is that you, you read a really interesting article in the business journal that painted a pretty, pretty good picture on this situation as a whole and where a lot of business owners stand you know, in today's day and age with regard to valuing their businesses, selling their businesses. Why don't you share some of those numbers and some of that insight that you picked up in that article the other day? Yeah, I would love to. And before I get to those, there are four numbers that really intrigued me. It was a much bigger report is than uh, it was the business journals nationally. So there was this was a nationwide survey. But uh, 
one shouldn't just value their business for the sake of selling it. There's information that you get out of the valuation process that can help you with, uh, uh, well, not only the exit or succession planning, but in your state planning, in your financial and retirement planning. It, uh, I'll talk a little bit later. Um, I hope you ask me if you don't, I'll bring it up anyway. But I'll talk a little bit later about the process and, and what is actually delivered to the business owners throughout this valuation process. Uh, but there are decisions you can make on key man, uh, on buy-sell agreements, on, on insurance funding, uh, that all, all dependent upon an accurate, realistic, valuation your your business uh but the what i gleaned out of that uh, business journal survey uh was number one that only a third of business owners have ever performed a a formal valuation of their business only a th only a third um two-thirds of business owners don't know the valuation of their business uh number three less than half of all business owners have a succession plan of any kind uh, formally down in place. They're just kind of like wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, 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 sure, you guys will take over. Well, uh, the heirs or the attorneys may disagree with that and, wow. and uh, so on and so forth. And then the last of all is that, um, and this one surprised me a little bit, um, but business owners so often, and I, and I get it. So, the, so only 60% of business owners um, have a financial advisor. I'm sorry, 60% do not have a financial advisor. Only 40% of business owners actually do have a wealth manager or financial advisor. And I do get that because when I begin to work in many, many, many situations, significant net worth and 99.9% .9 of it's tied up in the business, right? It is the value of the business. It's not liquid. So I do understand why 60% don't have a wealth manager. But if you think about the... Um, the things that we do and that we perform in addition to just managing money, I just think it's incumbent or imperative uh, that that's a consideration for the business owner uh, to build that relationship because someday if they walk away and they monetize it, particularly if their business is part of their retirement plan, um, it'd be good to have that relationship before they get to that point and they're opening up the phone book. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Bob, I mean, some of those numbers are really staggering, especially when we're sitting here today talking about how important this topic is. And then to realize how many business owners out there aren't, they don't have their ducks in a row. They're not making the right planning decisions. Uh, well, let's, let's paint a clear picture then for business owners out there on what this valuation process entails, because look, selling your business, as we've talked about on this show in prior episodes it's not a, a one and done type you know knock it out in a day i mean there's this is a there's a lot going on it is truly a process take us down that road bob of what that looks like for a business owner that comes to you and your team that's interested in selling their business walk us through what that looks like from their perspective and and kind of the steps uh you know along the way well first of all we make it easy uh, we start with a business valuation checklist. I'm very organized in this. There's a, vis a business valuation checklist where, and, and a few business documents and tax documents that, that we need to put that through. Uh, that's the beginning process. It's a lot of questions from me. There's some checklists to fill out and try to give me a, a sense of what's going on in the business, uh, both financially and with people. Uh, over that, we have a conversation about what is the purpose of the, of the business. 
Um, I've had businesses that needed to be valued because for estate planning reasons. I've had businesses that have needed to be valued because the because uh, dad uh, now is interested in his four sons coming up and getting a part of the business. Of course, dad's 57 years old, and it's just going to be very much a minority stake for a while. But we need an accurate valuation. Uh, we've done we've done. Uh, We've done them for actual exit plans and sales. We've done it for insurance purposes and and uh, for key man insurance or buy sell agreements and things like that. So we really want to talk about what's the purpose, and I want to know more about the goals and the aspirations. We talk about that a lot, um, but this is not done in a vacuum. This is not AI, and this is not a computer. This is we really want to understand the purpose, the valuation, and where that finish line is uh, at that stage, and then we review. And I create a report. It's a 29-page report uh, with a dashboard that not only gives a valuation, but allows the business owners to make smart decisions about their business. So in addition to the, in, in addition to the valuation itself that we do, and that valuation, by the way, we give a number of uh, three or four valuations, depending on the industry. And we're very industry-specific on this. So if this were an asset sale, uh, you know, we look at fair market value, inventory assets, uh, accounts payable, goodwill, customer base, uh, so on and so forth. If we're looking at an equity sale, uh, accounts receivable, and again, some more data comes into that, uh, whether it's an enterprise value, which is how valuing the business through its, 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 its current and future cash flows, and even to a, a number that creates a liquidation sale. So that report will give all of the numbers and they can be markedly different. Obviously a, a liquidation sale for a manufacturing company is very different from an ongoing concern that's cash flowing in a healthy, healthy way. But then in, a, in addition to that on our dashboard, we look at 12 different areas and based on the industry SIC code, we, um, the, the software that I use and the process that I use has so far done 34 million valuations. And so there's a, a deep, deep database. So if you're in, a, uh, in the excavation business, you will be compared to excavation businesses in your geographic area and nationally. And then in a dashboard, we look at 12 different KPIs that will give the business owner an ability to see how their business compares to industry standards. Are they at the top of the list? Are they at the bottom of the list? And invariably, nobody's on the top. If it's an ongoing successful business, um, they're, they're not going to be at the bottom of every list. They're not going to be at the top of every list. And then they can make informed, rational decisions on, on the business moving forward based on that dashboard alone really opens their eyes to what's going on. And of course, in addition to that, we have an actual valuation. We have hard numbers, asset sale, equity sale, enterprise value, uh, liquidation. We have hard numbers for that. Yeah, this is great, Bob. I mean, you really are, you're arming your your clients and your team with, with information, cold, hard numbers to be able to go to the table for so that when it goes into that arbitration or negotiation phase, it really is, uh, you know, you're, you can stand some on some firm ground. And I, and I think that's a really important part of the process for a lot of folks out there. Bob, uh, look, there's a lot that goes on in this process, as you just mentioned. I mean, 29-page deck. I mean, it's there's a lot of information, and each of those bits of information tells different stories about the organization. 
this can be a lot for folks. But if you were sitting there, let's say across the table from a new business owner, and you're having this conversation with them for the first time, and you had to bottom line this whole process, this whole conversation, this whole topic even of what is your business worth? What's what's one huge takeaway that you would want that business owner to leave your office knowing and considering as they move further down this road? Well, that that information is power. And, and that information allows them to make smart decisions about the future of their company, whatever that future is, based on what they want to do, right? I don't tell them what their future should be. It's based on, on what they want to do. And I don't like to work in a vacuum. I absolutely do not like to work in the vacuum. I want the estate planning attorney, the business attorney, the CPA, all to be co-conspirators with me in this process or collaborators. I suppose collaborators would be a better word, um, but I really wanna be able to communicate with the team and everything's transparent and bring everything to them. But I can tell you from my experience, whatever the purpose that valuation was, when we go over the report and we look at the dashboard, I have yet to find a business owner who doesn't have a Eureka aha moment where they are looking at certain dials on that dashboard and they're saying, this is big. I didn't see this. This is huge. And this is an area where I'm going to go to. And of course, every smart business owner knows that you don't have 12 priorities, right? It's oxymoronic. Uh, priority should be singular or couple, right? Uh, but then we can over time work together and address those. Sometimes I'm involved, sometimes they could be uh, human issues, personnel issues, the human element, of course, that I'm not necessarily involved with, but they have other advisors that, that work in that area. But it's the fact that they get the information that they can use now to grow that business, because very few business owners want to stagnate or uh, and none want to shrink. Uh, very few want to stagnate. And so we can we can actually propel them. I think the biggest surprise they get is this business valuation not only gives them numbers, but it gives them information to propel them to metaphorically take the next hill, expand their market, grow their business, and oftentimes simplify their business to make their lives uh, more efficient. I love this, Bob. I mean, there's, uh, you know, this report, opens some doors, it, 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 some gateways into maybe, like you said, information that they didn't realize existed in the first place. But I know that also you and your team don't just slide a report across the table. You work with them, you explain it, and you help them through that process of, of moving down the road towards a sale. Bob, for anybody out there in the audience, you know, as we're kind of bringing our conversation to a head today, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. And that is for anybody out there, that thinks to themselves, oh, geez, Bob's right. I I probably fall into some of those statistics that you rattled off from the business journal. Or, man, I could probably benefit from sitting down with Bob and his team to just open up a dialogue about my business and where we might sit currently and, you know, based on my market, based on the, you know, income coming in, all the variables. Bob, what's the best way somebody could reach out to you and your team, start a conversation and and, uh, and dig into this with you? Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad you asked that question. And, and the bottom line answer, of course, is just go to our website, oswegoprivatewealth.com. And it's, it's very evident how to get how to reach us, get a hold of us, give us a phone call, send us an email, or even schedule a meeting. We have a scheduler on there to have a phone conversation to see if this is appropriate for you. Um, I tend to be, um, ironically, very reactive in the sense, in, in, and what I mean by that is that I have CPAs and attorneys 
that tend to give me the call and send clients to me. And that's about 90% of all the valuations I'm doing. Um, I rarely have somebody just go to my website and, and reach out as a stranger. It's usually being uh, opportunities are being brought to, to us at our firm uh, through CPAs, attorneys, and oftentimes executive coaches. Um, and then some from referrals from business owners who are happy with the work that we do and they, they know other business owners. Uh, but we would, we would be delighted. I would love to get just somebody reach out to us on our website. Uh, doesn't happen very often, but it would be terrific if they did. But that's an easy way to get a hold of us. Just go to the website. All our contact information is on there. Fantastic. Well, Bob, look, I know you're a busy guy. You've got clients to serve, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But I uh, appreciate you and your time and diving into this idea of, of valuing a business. What is my business worth? I mean, just a lot of good conversation today. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll let you roll, but looking forward to being back on the next one with you. Well, Ryan, thank you. It's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Hey, likewise, always enjoy our conversations. And, and folks, look, we want to say one final thank you to you all, our audience, for stopping by and spending some time with us on the podcast today. If you did take anything away from today's discussion surrounding, you know, what, you, what is your business worth and you benefited from this discussion today, well, make sure you hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform that you did check us out on today. That way you never miss out on a future conversation where Bob and I unpack these different wealth management topics. So that way you are armed with information and in making some of your financial decisions in your world. Additionally, we love to bring on, you know, esteemed experts and guests onto this show to share their knowledge and their expertise with you all as well. So by subscribing, you'll never miss out on some of that future content. Before Bob, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long today, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Lessons by the Lake. Oswego Private Wealth Management podcast may have been previously disseminated by Bob Adritis on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Bob Adritis or his guest as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only an expression of his or his guest's opinion. Adritis' opinions are based upon information he considers reliable, but neither Oswego Private Wealth Management nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Adritis and Oswego Private Wealth Management are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Investment advice offered by Oswego Private Wealth Management and does not guarantee any specific outcome or performance. You must make an independent decision regarding investments and strategies mentioned by Bedritis or a guest. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. This information is for general purposes only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Oswego Private Wealth Management does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.